proactiveness versus reactiveness. Mm. Let's talk a little bit about like what is proactiveness and then like what is reactiveness and how maybe the two best things that we can do in those situations. Like for me, there's I know when I need to be reactive because I can start to, you know, you surround yourself and talk to people like yourself all the time and I'm like, fuck, I need to do something now. You know, whether it's go for a run or get out and see some friends, whether it's get off the drink for a bit, mm-hmm. like – there's a few things that are starting, you know, as I get older, I'm going, fuck, these aren't good. I need to balance it out. So, what would you guys say is the best, in your own opinions, for yourself or people you've worked with, uh, really good proactive tools to stay on top of your mental health? Well, I'm sitting next to a psychologist, so yeah. Um, yeah. I'll just have it's my first attempt set of crack now. <laughs> Follow and then, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Just, clean Follow up and just, yeah, yeah, just yeah. go, that was shit. That was shit. I'm here for the crumb. Yeah. We can edit that bit out. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, well, my language for it, which I got from my mates, is basically, are you playing offense? Are you playing defense? Mm. Oh, I like it. And that just helped my psychology quite a bit. Like, And I think with you know, many guys, our mindset is very competitive and very conquest driven. And so I think if I'm like, cool, if that's my nature, let's just apply that to my well-being. And so I think if I'm playing offense, it's like really, and it's creating a, a game of a situation that could otherwise be quite heavy. So for me, it's like the biggest thing I've learned to do is genuinely slow down and listen to myself. Mm. <laughs> like, I don't know why so that hard is not to do that, man. Told. Yeah, yeah. That, is like the, I, that is so much easier said oh, than done, isn't it? Because, because is shit scary. Oh. Yeah, man, because mm. it comes up, mm. right? And then it's like there's so much noise and there's so much like we're so, you know, the, like the pokies machine in our hands, you know, like there's just so much pulling us out of avoiding ourselves Mm. and it's like it's so interesting like the altered states of consciousness like business movement is like a trillion dollar industry because it's pulling ourselves our attention away from ourselves into something external and it's like well what about if we flip that inwards Mm. you know what are we really scared of and ultimately for me that's like you know i just got to slow down i've got to listen to myself i've started this practice recently of just checking with my gut and just going cool what do you think like literally talking out loud and going what do you think we do and then it's not my mind which is super heady and if we think about the mind it's all about judging and assessing and mostly around safety mm-hmm. And the gut is like, we know gut decisions, right? There's a a phrase for it. So I think for me, like really slowing down and you can do that through any practice that means something to you. It could be going for a run around Centennial Park. It could be journaling. It could be meditation. It could, whatever it is, could be cooking. You know, whatever you find slows your system down um, is, is just so important. And then I think knowing your nature. So for me, I'm I love being around people. So I'm a big sharer. So if something bad happens to me, I'm like I got to tell people. Mm-hmm. Like it just has. To, that's the only way it can happen. <laughs> um, so I think if that's the case, what do I do to create you know rhythms in my life in which to um, or like a cadence mm-hmm. of checking in with people or having non-negotiable things that are just built into my you know, my week, my mm. days, my months. And for me, like I've had a, a weekly call with my best friend for four and a half years running. So we've lived in the same same state, different states, been housemates. And every week we've never missed it for the last four and a half years. We've been on the other side of the world where it's a check-in. So for an hour, doesn't matter, like literally been on the other side of the world. Yeah. We, we And it, it, at first it was like, 
all my shit came up because like I don't fucking want to do this. I'm in fucking New York. Like yeah. I don't want to fuck, man. It's like four a.m. Um, and he's like, yeah, man, but we made the commitment. I'm like, that's cool. Like, you know, I don't really commit to a heap of things. So that's yeah. great. Um, so like having knowing that I need, I have that space built into my week non-negotiable just to check in so for like and sometimes i'll just check in for like 55 minutes around all the things that are going on in my life and like all the messy things things i'm insecure about things i think are gross a bit fucked up mm. but all the happiness and so I, I just dump it and he can listen and ask questions if he wants and other times he might take you know the hour or it might be 30 30 mm. but i think having that ritual has been really important mm. and then yeah just like coming back to like connecting to self, to nature, to relationships, to food, mm. um, to a higher purpose, whatever that means to you, um, and then just having boundaries around things that I know that aren't good for me. Mm. So I, I cut porn out, you know, a long time ago, mm. um, which was, you know, fucking big process. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, because I'm like, this is not serving me mm. and it's it's not. And then I started to like think through it. I'm like, what about the industry? Like, you know, that's it. So I got evidence for the feeling, which made it an okay decision. Um, yeah, and it's just kind of that that personal well-being hygiene, really. Mm. So, yeah, a few things in that. Really cool. I relate to a lot of them. Um, two ones that you said at the end, like nature and food, I reckon have, have really changed like what I do. And it's noticed so much from moving back from Sydney to Melbourne how much harder that's been because, like, you know, the beaches mm. here and the sun and, like, being here before, as I said, like, it's just being in a nice place for me is, like, massive. Yeah. The Melbournians are not going to be happy with that. No, <laughs> no. Well, I think they understand. It's fucking, like, hailing at the moment. Yeah. It's meant to be summer, like, yeah. soon. I don't even know. Yeah. Spring. And I know this is, like, this is one of the most basic tips I've ever got and I'd never listened to it and until, like, the last probably year. I drink so much fucking water. Yeah. Mm. And it like, I think that's like meditating. Yeah. I seriously, I think it's my thing that I've found now is when I'm stressed, I literally just go skull like a litre of water. Mm. Weird. I know, but it well, does. No, it's, no. Go, it's going, where am I at? What do I need yeah. right now? Mm. It's, it's, it's a check-in mm. of sorts, you know? Yeah, it is. Really big one that I've literally just noticed then is, is mm. putting what you put in your body. You do yeah. feel good. I, I don't eat meat um, anymore and, and that's, you know, that, that was a little bit what you're saying about the other stuff is that was like an ethical thing, but it was also like, I actually don't feel fucking good when, yeah. I, when I eat meat. Like, yeah. I, and it's not, again, I'm not, you know, not trying to like be like I'm a better person than anyone, which I am, <laughs> but you do just feel really good. And, you know, I, I used to get crook when I ate meat. And I was like, why the fuck am I doing this? Yeah, I don't, yeah. I feel like shit. But no one it's asks just, that question. Totally. Yeah. Everyone just goes, I, oh, I just feel like shit every Sunday morning. Yeah. I'm just yeah, keep yeah. this up. It's yeah. Like, yeah. who's telling you to do this? Yeah. Why do you keep going? Yeah. Tablets for my Sunday anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All you're doing is just trying to undo the decisions that you've made yeah. constantly. It's yeah. a good one, like, isn't it? You know, when people are like, oh man, Sunday, I'm so fucking anxious. Are you anxious at Sunday or have you just been on yeah, all yeah. weekend uh, and you yeah. now feel like shit? It's yeah. like probably probably both. Yeah. We need to re redefine Sunday scaries. Oh, yeah. You know, I love Sundays now. Sunday's yeah, beautiful. Yeah, exactly. Um, Zach, what do you do personally and then mm. what do you, if you're allowed to, what do you suggest mainly? Am for, I allowed? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. I'll charge you, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I've been, I've been um, thinking about this quote a lot recently. It's by Albert Camus, who's just this old, old dude, um, who said, uh, even in the depths of winter, within us all is an invincible summer. Mm. And it's that idea of invincible summer just like sticks. Firstly, I love warmth. I love the beach, obviously. Mm. But I love the idea that you can do whatever you want in your own head. <laughs> you know, there are decisions that can be made that you can reshape the way that you're perceiving your own reality in many ways. And so 
as as dark and grey as Melbourne is, you surround yourself with the right people. Yeah, you know, you do the right things. You can you can create happiness for yourself in many ways. And so I think that that idea of you know chugging water when you know that you're in a certain space is the idea that where am I at right now and what do I need? What do I need is not something that people ask that much. They always go, "What do I want?" You know, and what do I need is like where where are my resources at? What's what's going to be the thing that is going to actually help me rather than hinder me right now? And there's obviously a space for doing things that aren't necessarily that helpful for you all the time, but are going to connect you with people, or you're going to have fun in the short term, and you know, medium term it might not not be that good. But I think that proactivity, as Hunter is kind of talking about, is like knowing and allowing yourself to be in that space to go, what's happening for me right now? Where, where am I at? Who am I? What do I? What do I? What am I striving towards in many ways? And so I think that the reactive nature that I think men do f- far too much is I will wait until I'm sinking, until I start to swim. Um, and I think that finding a way to get on top of this stuff early by going, what are my intentions here? Mm. What am I striving for? And you know, who who is this um, person that I am? moving towards what am i what am i becoming and how can i do this a little differently um i think that because those check-ins are so difficult for for lots of guys because Mm. it's a language yeah it's a language and a skill and a muscle whatever you want to call it that takes time to to get used to and as you said there you know at the start of this journey that we're all on especially as guys when you go 18 20 years without doing that you're just on autopilot for Mm. so long autopilot is you know, in certain instances like this, where we can just let our brains go, is beautiful. In other instances, where you just are, are just following for some reason and not going, is this where I want to go? Is this the stream that I want to go down? In many ways, that's when it kind of gets dangerous, I think. And so we want to get to the point where we are purposefully going, what path am I going towards, and why? And talking to people about that, um, because I think our own internal subjective frame goes. Uh, you only have so much information within your head and it's all biased as well. And so checking in with other people, whether it be a psych, whether it be a mate and just going, I just want to, you know, check this, confirm whether or not this is something that is just something that I've created or is something that I should be striving, actually striving towards. So when it comes to, to things around rituals like Hunter is talking about, those are the things that are those guardrails that allowed me to flourish i guess in some ways because i knew that regardless of how shaky everything felt i had that security elsewhere yeah i could i could find that grounding regardless of where i was and what was happening and so that's you know i eat the same breakfast every morning for like 15 years wow um i meditate twice a day i swim in the ocean every day as much as I can, unless I'm in Melbourne, God forbid. And uh, <laughs> that's why I had to leave. No offense. Um, I also left. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It pulls me, seriously. The ocean pulls me. I get yeah. beach anxiety. Yeah, so, I, I've um, got that. Yeah, we'll have you up here. So yeah, thank we'll you. find a way. Um, and just understanding that those rituals, and this is the thing, everyone thinks, especially when we talk about it, I think weird is becoming wonderful. You know, Weird's it's the cool. idea that I I sit around, and I talk to people about this stuff, and at first they're like, "Oh, you're a bit strange," and then all they want to know is how they can do it themselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like that's why Wim Hof and Tony Robbins and all of these guys who are huge in the in the men's space are just providing purpose and structure for guys who are just in the ether going. 
what the fuck is happening? Who am I supposed to do? What's my purpose? What's my meaning? You know, Joe Rogan just sits there and fucking talks at you mm. and you go, oh, yeah. yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to eat this up because yeah. they're not getting it from anywhere else. Yeah. And, and so Jordan Peterson. Exactly. Too, right. And it's like it doesn't even matter if these guys are speaking 100% truth. They're actually just providing education, confidence mm. and a role model. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and like that's what the game has changed so much for blokes as well. It's like. The models that we've inherited, we often talk about this, but the models we've inherited around masculinity are like, are not working. Mm. Like, but it's also mm. not about throwing out the baby with the bathwater. No. You know, it's about keeping the masculine traits that are serving us and developing more range, mm. which comes from weirdness. Yeah, exactly. like, you know? your own internal strangeness. Yeah. What yeah. What do you do? What do you love? What Why do you do it? And I think that the idea of um, as we've discussed about masculinity so many times, men are just being told what not to do. No one is telling them what to do. And so those these guys out there are going, this is how you should be. And you go, yeah, sweet. You've given uh, me something. Here's yeah. my doctrine that I can carry forward. We need other guys to go, what do you actually want? Rather than talking at you, we're going to yeah. talk with you. Mm. And that's what, you know, Man Cave, that's what Movember, that's what all of these organizations are going. Let's talk about an aspirational idea. Where do you want to go? Rather than, I'm going to tell you what's what. 